And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Prodigals Podcast. I'm your host, Mark, and today we'll be uh, interviewing a special friend of mine, and this will be a guest who segment of our podcast. I uh, just want to speak uh, and talk to my friend. His name is Michael Verona, and he'll introduce himself further uh, later on. But um, yeah, without further ado, this is guest who. Hey, folks, we have a special guest today. We can't wait to share what they have to say. So settle in and grab your favorite snacks We promise you this one will be a blast Is it table talks? I don't think so Let's get biblical, not quite No, not cute one or stranger stories But we guarantee you'll like it It's guest who Guest who Guest Table talks, I don't think so. Let's get biblical, not quite. Guest who would name more strange stories, but we guarantee you'll like it. Guest who would name more strange stories, but we guarantee you'll like it. So, before uh, letting Mike speak. I just wanted to give all of you uh, a general rundown, like a brief introduction to how we met. Um, So I was studying in the Philippines, right? Uh, (laughs) Adventist University of the Philippines. And um, for some some strange occurrence, uh, this church in, in Manila... Uh, invited me to be a part of their worship team for a special night of worship. Uh, it was a Saturday night, so I agreed. I love worship. I love contemporary music, and it was uh, it's Life Hope Church in it used to Ortigas. be in Ortigas, uh, and uh, they were contemporary. And you know, Anne, our mutual friend, asked me. Uh, Passy also asked me to be a part of it, and so yeah. Um, I agreed, and so we went. And uh, after a week of practicing in in the rural in the boondocks, <laughs> AUP, um, we headed down to Ortigas the day before uh, to practice uh, with a full band. With uh, um, yeah, with a full band. So um, that's when I met Mike, Mike Verona, and um, from then on, who just clicked. Uh, with jokes, uh, similar types of jokes, and we love Key and Peel, so we're always talking about <laughs> all our jokes pretty much, <laughs> like referencing Key and Peel. Um, and we just, you know, we love four chord songs. <laughs> uh, we love contemporary music, and uh, we love worship. 
and uh, that's how we cultivated our bond and from there on you know um he joined a couple of worship circle sessions um the big one in aup where he brought his e-drums and we felt really rebellious because that <laughs> that campus didn't allow drums in his worships but um we were an independent ministry you know and we just played drums in one of the uh rooms in the college of theology and we just had a blast um but yeah and from that on we just kept in touch um even though i moved on in canada and yeah that's our that's how we met through worship um yes. he's a very funny dude i really like his humor <laughs> uh but yes um without further ado i just want to ask you mike Give us a little introduction about yourself. Who is Michael Verona? You know, background, job, interests, passion, anything about yourself that you want to share? So, hi, I'm Michael Verona. I'm the youngest of two brothers. I'm now 30 years old, married Ooh. with one kid coming. One this kid top, coming. This is November. So, it, it's, it's crazy. Um, um, for my job, it's hard to explain, but because I've been doing a lot of things here and there. But mainly, I do I do business and consultancy for different companies here in the Philippines and outside the Philippines. What else? I li- I like music. Music is my outlet. I wanted a career in music, but if you're an Adventist, it's really hard because <laughs> yeah, you know. The, the gigs and the concerts are during Friday evenings Friday and Saturday evening. evenings. So it's pretty much impossible if, if you want to have a career in music. So I gave up on that. I, I, that's why I'm focused in church music. I collect guitars. I collect different instruments. Oh, I mainly, man. How, how many guitars do you have? I have <laughs> 54 guitars right now. Ooh. Yeah, so I collect rare and vintage guitars, mainly um, electrics and acoustics. But nice. I, I started playing violin at the age of seven because I grew up in an Adventist <laughs> conservative family. So immediately it's either piano or violin. Or saxophone. Um, or sax or wind instruments. So I chose violin. And then when uh, high school came, uh, I entered an emo phase. <laughs> oh. that's, when, that's when I started playing the guitar and drums. And in college, I started practicing synth and a little bit of piano and cello. So, so basically, I'm a musician by heart. But I finished nutrition in AUP 2013. It's so far from what I'm doing right now. So I graduated in wow. AP 2013 uh, with a course of Bachelor's of Science in Nutrition and Dietetics. Mm. <laughs> I have my idea. I passed the board exam, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using it. I mean, technically... Was that I, I originally am. in the hopes of taking over your family business? Actually... Because um, your, your parents... Yeah, yeah, own a, yeah. own a food manufacturing company, yeah, right? So my 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 grandfather invented the veggie meat, 
Um, <laughs> nice. That, that's true. I, we still have his plaque. Um, so it's a long story. Um, my grandfather was an inventor for the military, but he shifted to like inventing foods when he became an Adventist. So it's a long story. Maybe another time. Um, so my original, uh, my parents' original plan was for me to be a doctor. Mm. But I'm scared of blood. Oh. <laughs> I would faint. Yeah. <laughs> and I told them that this is not for me. Mm. <laughs> so after graduating, after passing the boards, I, I told them that this is not the career I want to do for the rest of my life. I, I'd rather do business. Uh, so that's, that's what happened. So mm. right now, I'm handling almost 20 companies um, here Ooh. and outside the Philippines. Wow. Busy man. You must be a busy, busy man. Um, yeah, thanks for that introduction. Um, but let's move on to um, your testimony. Tell us about a brief story of how you became a Jesus follower. So I grew up in an Adventist family like the, the usual the sabbath school the divine service the the potluck the <laughs> ay and the sound down worship so until college it was a routine for me i i'm an adventist and a christian but i wasn't there really if you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was it's, it was all autopilot when it comes to sabbath and i guess um i became a jesus follower in um in aup it's it's when i met uh (laughs) aup AUP. i i met i i I became a part of this small group called i dream um um, that's when i really really had a relationship with jesus and shout out to my mentor tony Tony, shout out to Tony. I hope to interview Tony too in the future, yeah. especially as now he's here. We're in the same time zone for, yeah. um, I don't know when he's going back to the Philippines, but I really want to interview that guy. He's in GC Sweet. right now. Uh, he's going to attend the GC <laughs> conference right now. So that's why he's in the US. Um, so shout out to Tony. Um, he's the one who really pushed me and um, to do Christ's work and not mm. just be an autopilot every Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's Tony and the rest of the gang. There's too many of you guys to mention. <laughs> I dream. Just I, uh, dream. I dream introduced you to yeah, the wonderful um relationship with Jesus. Because yeah. before before I dream, um my skills was um I, I th- I thought my skills wasn't valid because mm. in, in our church, I don't know. I mean, I just felt that way. But in our church, if you don't preach or sing or do the usual the stuff in church, your, your skills and talents isn't as much important as, mm. <laughs> right? If you know yeah. what I mean. So my main my skill is graphic designs and mm. music, but I felt that it was a second class talent 
inside the church, but it's it's when I joined iGym that Tony made me realize that oh you have a good skill and we can use that in the church. I was like oh it's important, so that's mm. that's where all it started. Yeah. That's great, and like I just want to give a shout out to iDream because I I only worked with you once, like <laughs> uh, the group, and I don't even think it's like the huge group. It's just maybe four or five of you, or six that I worked with when we went to um, the mission, right? Um, in Bako- uh, where is that? Um, Cebu, Cebu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and Tacloban. And I just want to say that I've never seen a more well-oiled machine than iDream. Like you you guys just really work well together. There's Tony who's like the main boss and he got connections with, you know, the division and then there's, you know, the other guys who the soldiers. Uh, yeah, soldiers <laughs> you who design, you know, the graphic design and you're you're a musician, the guitarist, like you you lead worship and then there's Alan who makes the t-shirts and <laughs> and then Russell who's like cooks he, cooks and he makes you know those uh you know he's his creations he just yeah, crafts yeah. like really well and um tin who's an organizer right um ice who is the mother yeah um yeah it's just like you guys are really really they you guys really work well together and i'm glad that you found a group like that um so shout out to i dream man yes. um but yeah it's really good to find a community who encourages and pushes you to be a Jesus follower and also to use your talents for God, right? Um, no matter what that talent is, it doesn't have to be musical. It doesn't have to be, you know, preaching. Um, but it can be like whatever talent you have f- for sure. Somehow there is a use for it in the kingdom of God. Amen. So, um so last year i just want to get into to this at this briefly um you posted a picture and it kind of it was alarming and so i just messaged you and um and i didn't even know that you had covid until you posted that picture uh but you went through the grueling experience of having covid19 uh right and uh just tell us about that experience yeah man that was crazy um so last year um three days before our scheduled vaccine me and my wife got covid (laughs) at first we were in denial it was like oh it's just flu it's just headache and it's it's the regular cough and cold yeah but when i started losing taste and smell i was like man this is not (laughs) this is not regular so so for my wife uh, she she had covid too uh before me um she lost her taste and her smell and she got high fevers and that's it that's it she recovered in a few weeks but for me i guess because the doctor told me that delta target targets male adults within my age bracket Mm. 
So I didn't know I that. Got, I got it real hard. Um, so my oxygen went down to 38 for those in the medical field, you know, uh, 32, uh, eight, sorry, 83, 83% from 100 to 83% in few days. It's wow. very alarming. The regular oxygen count for those who are not in the medical field is around 100 to 96 if you reach 95 it's like it's alarming already you need to take i mean you need to consult a doctor already but mine went to 83 in the wow yeah that's span of few days i couldn't take three steps going to the bathroom i had to crawl Mm. just to go to the CR and then my nose started bleeding for like three times a day because my I don't know what's happening with me <laughs> but you know it, it was really crazy that it just and my doctor who, who goes to my house is already panicking like we should go, go to the hospital right now so he started calling different hospitals but at that time it was the height of covid here in the philippines There's everyone no was full it was full it's like my only option is like the parking lot oh man boy it was like around 10 p.m we had to make a really tough decision it's either i go to the hospital or i stay at home and then like make a makeshift hospital inside that room mm -hmm. so good thing my doctor is really fast and my mom and my my brother and my father they're they're really fast so they asked the doctor what do i need so my mom and my dad went to the medical supplies near our place uh, it's it's like three stations away so when they got there um there's only one oxygen machine left. It was a mm. surplus of another hospital. It's like the hospital ordered nine. They delivered 10. So there's one extra oh, oxygen man. machine. Man, it was like... <laughs> wow. It was like an answered prayer. That's and, like... And that's just, it. Like there's, there's none after that. Wow, so, that's God, man. That's... I know. <laughs> it was... It was crazy that there's an extra one when they arrived there, and they and they told my parents that, oh, it's just it just arrived like 15 minutes ago, but it'll be gone in an hour or 30 minutes. So it's either wow. you take it now or somebody's good. Because everybody that time is panicking. Like yeah, it, it's like a movie, <laughs> like a zombie apocalypse. Like everybody's, the hospitals are full, and you know the, bet, the medicine yeah. is. It's, it's like it's hard to get good thing you know like god works in the mist in mysterious ways like there's a lot that that month is like full of events that all lined up for me to be alive mm -hmm. even the medicine the 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 supplies the oxygen machine because you know i i was at like a certain point in in that in that month that i i don't want to close my eyes because you know i don't know if it's like my last one so mm -hmm. until now i still have the anxiety of going through that 
um, that's that situation. Yeah, I would know, too. Because it's like it's hard to explain experiencing COVID for those who to those who haven't really experienced it. It's like drowning without water. That's the best way to to explain it. It's like That's you're hard, still man. grasping for air, but your lungs isn't working. So it's like mm-hmm. you, your air is like like it feels just like here so that's why you need oxygen and the medicine and it's mm-hmm. really expensive boy <laughs> we were not really prepared for that for the cost it was really expensive that's why after that i really appreciated the, the things we take for granted like the mm-hmm. oxygen we breathe it's free and you know the smell the taste you know when when you experience the more the depressing part of covid is that you can't really taste anything and you can't smell anything mm-hmm. so pizza tastes like paper chicken nuggets taste like car wet cardboard yeah oh man <laughs> it was zero so you're already depressed and you're already sick and you have you have no uh taste and smell so you can't really eat that much because it tastes nasty so it mm-hmm. was just it was a roller coaster of emotions during that time but i really thank god that you know certain events really lined up during my covid experience that i'm alive right now mm. Amen. And I just want to I just want to say that you know that the video you posted of um with you playing the guitar <laughs> nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Um who who's a band? Uh, oh, Planet Shakers. Yeah, Planet Shakers and, and that really was like touching. And then you started tearing up like while while uh, I was while playing balling, dude. <laughs> yeah I, was balling, dude. I can't even see the chords anymore i was planning to record for like I, I was planning to record the drums the guitars the bass and everything but i just did the one because i couldn't do it anymore yeah it's just really <laughs> touching and like my heart went out to you and uh, um because you know like to be honest like i feel a deep connection with you and um although we were only together f- briefly in the philippines like one or two years um it's just like you're i i can say that you're one of the friends that i can keep in touch for life um and I, and i never had a friend who i knew go through that with covid and uh-huh for you to survive i'm just like i'm just really thankful to god and that that song really touched my heart um it's just like you playing the guitar like you didn't need to sing you didn't need to say anything uh it's just you doing what you do best to let others know of god's faithfulness and um yeah that, that was really powerful um so yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. you survived. <laughs> that song was really meant really much to me because, like, imagine at one a.m. like everybody's asleep, but you don't want to close your eyes and 
you know, you just listen to that song. Mm-hmm. Man, it, it hits differently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. when you don't want to close your eyes because mm-hmm. you, you don't know if it's your last. Yeah. It's actually, the, even the nurse, because the nurse, we, we, we hired a nurse that goes to our room like every day to check my medicine, to take, check the dextrose. Really, if, I, if only I can show photos, like even my, my wife, Good thing my wife is a dentist, so she knows how to inject uh, medicine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every day, uh, there's like three pages of medicine that I need to take and inject. Oh, so I have like bruises here in my stomach because of the injection. So even the nurses, they're like, sir, it's really like a miracle that you're still alive because of what happened and you're not in the hospital and it's it's really risky like um before we we decided the doc the doctor laid out everything here are the pros and cons here are the risk mm. like if you don't act now this is what will happen because it's like it's really scary if during that time so you know that song uh, I mean, what else can I do? Like at 1 a.m., mm-hmm. everybody's asleep. Everybody's there's no more lights, but you just have you can just talk to God and listen to songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it, man, it's crazy. Yeah, that's the power of music, man. The power of music, and yeah, yeah it, it just, kept me calm during the times because you know. You can't really explain it to other people, especially you don't want to tell your 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 family what you're going through because they wouldn't understand, and you'll just scare them more. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to like alarm them more because of what yeah. Go through. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just between me and God during that time. Man, it was it was life changing. <laughs> life changing. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> it got you closer to God, eh? <laughs> I know. Uh, so what What would you want people to know about your experience? Like, f- anyone out there like who's gone through it, maybe like, or who's going through it right now, encouraging, or people who doubted that, you know, COVID is, you know, not real or whatever. Um, anything that you want to say? Like, what would you want people to know about your experience? For those who are for those who are experiencing COVID right now, you know, um, I think it's it's time for you to have a deep relationship with God. I don't know your journey, you know. All of us have different output, you know. At during my time, I really accepted death. I was at mm. point when I accepted death already. Um, yeah. It's like is. Especially, don't go to, don't Google it. <laughs> don't go, <laughs> don't Google what you're experiencing, cause it's like cough. Then Google is like death. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't Google it. Trust your doctors, cause they know what they're doing. Don't, don't, don't Google and listen to Google or YouTube. 
Mm-hmm. It's better if you consult a doctor because they really know what they're doing. Uh, shout out to Doc Jigs who really Doc Jigs. Yeah, man, Doc Jigs uh, was here almost every other day checking checking up on me. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's out of his way, but I really appreciated that he he did that, and I think mm-hmm. it's it's one of the reasons why I'm alive. You know, but mm-hmm. yeah, like. I was at the point when I already accepted death. I already took photos of my guitars. <laughs> you can see my my phone right now is photos of guitars because I I was really I was really ready to sell a lot of my high end ticket guitars just mm-hmm. to pay for COVID and just to prepare for all what's gonna happen next. <laughs> oh man! Because I don't want I don't want my wife. To sell my guitars because I said a different price. <laughs> uh, I, was, I need to sell it this now because mm-hmm. if she sells this when I'm gone, it's gonna be different. Yeah, imagine the wars <laughs> when she puts it on mark a Facebook marketplace. I, I was joking, joking. We told my my friends that if my wife sells these guitars, just buy it. <laughs> Because you can sell it for a higher price. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, it was it was I I was already accepting that, so I was slowly accepting it, you know. And it's when I surrendered to God, uh, Lord. After this, this is all you. That's I think when my life changed more. I guess mm-hmm. so after yeah. COVID, my life. My out outlook in life is different. Mm. True, yeah, it would really change your outlook in life. It's like you wouldn't like you you'd view life as more of a gift daily. Like every second is a gift, right? And like you wouldn't take it for granted. Every every like you said, you know, you couldn't breathe, so even. Even Pasai oxygen would be would be a gift. Bro, to even, Pasai air, man. Even the, the smoke from the jeepney. Even, even the Manila, Manila oxygen will be a gift to you. Bro, I was missing divisorious. Pa- the passing smell, man. Like, Just to smell anything, bro. It yeah. Like if you go to Pasig and you still don't smell, man, you have you have, you have COVID. <laughs> it's it's oh, crazy. Yeah. But yeah, every 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 second and every yeah. every day of life like is a gift. I would, yeah. you know, after and, after like a light uh, near death experience like yours, yeah. And I I think. I'm more grateful in life because I always tell my friends, oh, you're not poor. We're just broke. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're broke, we don't have money, but we're not poor. We're we're wealthy and rich because if you count the cost, just to give you an estimate of the cost, one medicine costs around $200. One. Wow. That's one, but Dang, I have to take a lot. 
plus the oxygen. Ten thousand pesos. Yes. So, so imagine just have a few. That's how much. Plus, you have to pay for other medicines. It's like three pages of medicines, plus the oxygen. The oxygen costs around another two hundred for twenty-four hours. Mm. So oh, no, no, another two hundred for two to three days worth of oxygen. So imagine I'm now thirty years old. If I compute that, like two hundred dollars for let's say a week, that's how much. Yeah, that's. And we just take it Ooh. for granted. Mm-hmm. So we're not poor. <laughs> we're just <laughs> broke. <laughs> we're just broke. We're just broke. Yeah. But yeah. broke, but blessed. Yeah, broke, but blessed. And we are wealthy. Because if you count everything, the, the food you're tasting, the, ox- the oxygen you're taking, and the, the scent you're smelling. You know, I was I really love my guitars, you know, like all of my friends know that. I really love my guitars, but at that point I was willing to let everything go mm. or sell everything because j- yeah, just that's... just to recover and just have a normal life again. Yeah. And people don't understand how, you know, you'd be willing to let everything go just for a chance of life, right? Yeah. Um, it was crazy. Mm, that's powerful um but yeah and i'm glad you survived and i'm glad you're here um let's uh move on from the topic of near death to (laughs) to life like what are you doing in life right now and you're in business right and you mentioned before you were originally you were taking nutrition and you graduated from um with a degree in nutrition and dietetics. Um, so tell me how you moved from that and tell me how you got started with business and being an entrepreneur. So it's going to take a long, but let's start from the beginning so it would make sense. So mm-hmm. me, so there's two, me and my brother. I have an older brother. Um, so my parents, technically, we'll let's say they have money um or from the middle to maybe a higher um class of family but what people don't know that me and my brother didn't receive allowance since elementary to college Mm. so my dad would always say we have money but it's not for you like all the, the necessities you need, like school, uniforms, um, books, um, everything that you need will provide. But the luxury, the gadgets, um, the electronics, the expensive shoes, and the expensive, like, everything luxury you have to come up with your own. Like, you have to save or either work for it. So, at a young age, we know the value of every peso. So, my first business was in <laughs> elementary, third grade. <laughs> That's when I started my business. So, because, uh, you know, growing up here in, in Pasay and Manila, and, our, and my classmates are really rich because they, at that time, they were like having $10 per day. 
you know, and you have nothing. So you really mm -hmm. envy your classmates with that amount, with that money in hand. Siyempre, you have your peer pressures, you have your social class. So yeah, you, you want to have money too. <laughs> yeah, because um, like the area that you live in is really close to the hospital, right? Yeah. And so your classmates are like, sons Kids. of doctors yeah. nurse yeah and then um there's also businessmen in your church right yeah. so like they own big businesses so yeah i imagine <laughs> <laughs> so so we don't have money so my my brother started a business if you know the the sharpening pencil sharpener so it's another <laughs> story but i was envious of him he was like getting money every day i was like what if I sell something? So I sold magic stones. Classmates <laughs> would often ask me, Michael, how come you have high grades? How come your grades are really good? So I told them, oh, so buy these magic stones from me, hold it, and review, you'll get oh good God. grades. <laughs> Boy, he was selling like pancakes. <laughs> But the catch is, the catch is, you can only use it once. Oh, uh, so they have to yeah. buy. <laughs> yeah, there's repeat orders every week. Oh my gosh, Mike. It's one stone per subject. And you can only use it once. So imagine the half of the class is holding a stone during exams. <laughs> And my parents found out. That's like, terrible. <laughs> I was third grade. I was in third grade. So my parents found out because one of the parents, one of the Lolas, approached my parents and like in, in, in Tagalog, it was like, Hey, hey David and Blessy, do you know what your kid is doing in class? You know, he sold he sold my my grandkid this much <laughs> rocks, and it's not working. I was like, I I told the Lola, I was like, um, the problem is that your 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 grandkid is not studying enough. It only it will only work if you study hard <laughs> while holding the rock. <laughs> So my dad and my mom <laughs> wouldn't know what to do. It's, my dad was like, should I scold this kid? <laughs> but deep inside, they were all laughing. <laughs> like, what have we done? <laughs> so at a young age, I was like, oh, I can make money. But... <laughs> But after that, it was it was all legal. <laughs> so after that, I I capitalized on my classmates having money, because they have a lot of extra cash to spend. I was like, what if I provide like services or items for them? So one of my first business, like legit business, <laughs> was t-shirt printing, because mm. uh, you know. You, you want to have a girlfriend you want to take her out so you can't you can't be broke anymore <laughs> so <laughs> dates cost money blue magic cost money <laughs> you know <laughs> blue magic <laughs> oh gee um so my 
my first legit business was t-shirt printing imagine um one t-shirt cost 90 pesos okay yeah 90 pesos in divisoria so my father didn't give us money but he he went with us to divisoria and then taught us how like you can get this from this place you can get this so he oh, taught uh, us yeah, how he to supported he supported, yeah, he supported. so it was like i will not support you financially but i will drive you or i will teach you whatever i know like places here in manila recto divisoria i i memorized that like in the back of my head because whenever the school needed stuff like giveaways like oh i i can provide that i can go to divisoria and then sell that plus profit so imagine 90 pesos per shirt and then with the printing and everything my, my brother would do the printing it would end up around 130 i say 130 that's what that's how many dollars almost three three dollars that's um it. yeah yeah but we, we would sell it for eight eight dollars so imagine <laughs> <laughs> imagine the profit and then in aup like uh colleges would buy shirts from us in bulk so imagine six dollars profit or some yeah six dollars profit no like four dollars profit mm. times 500 students dang bro we were balling I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow you guys are so, really so do, the, do the math i was like no one's doing this like like that's when i started designing that's when i started um designing shirts designing whatever i can if if we add that to the item we could charge more even more yeah even more yeah. so we know the supplies i'm doing the design my brother's doing like the printing the buying the drive the driving and everything so we it's me and my brother so we split the the profit in half so at in AUB, <laughs> I was balling. <laughs> You're, uh, you went to Paseo. <laughs> Jollibee every day. Jollibee every Oh, man. Getting Jollibee uh, delivery. Yeah, so at, at AUB, it's when I dis I discovered that like, doing business is like my talent. I can do this, and I'm happy doing it. Um, so after that, so I did designing. I have clients already before I graduated um, in AUP. So like third year, fourth year, I emailed like maybe 100 companies to do the rebranding. Like they have their own lo old logo and then I will create a new one for them. You will present. Have an, yeah. yeah. And I did like a hundred emails and a few replied and from there from the few who who became my client that's when word of mouth started so mm. after, right after uh, right after board exam after passing the board exams i i told my parents that um i i, I don't want to be a doctor because i can't i can do it physically and mentally but not emotionally so it's not for me 
I rather do business, and then I show them how much I was earning. I was like, see, I'm already a doctor. <laughs> You're already a doctor. <laughs> You're making U.S. money, man. Yeah. So these are international companies too, right? Yeah, they they pay me via PayPal and via bank transfer. Mm. So I wasn't making money at like after college, yeah. and. And I like it. I I don't feel tired doing it. It I really like doing it. So, so it's more like a hobby. But I'm earning. So and then mm-hmm. after that, it just like it grew and it grew until now. Mm-hmm. And then I think when I met you, you were that's what you were doing, right? Like graphic design for companies. Yeah. So the 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 setup is like, for example, I charge X amount of of peso or dollars but if it's a startup company i would charge less but have a stake in their company so mm. like i charge half but give me two percent of the company so that's oh, wow yeah <laughs> so that's what i did so and then so, so even though I, I i don't earn that much with my consultancy and my design but it pays off when when the companies earn as well so i i take care of them also because uh, i have a stake in their companies mm-hmm. and not only that yeah you ha- you also i can imagine like having the pride of you know this is my creation showing and the company chose to have you know what i made to be pretty much what people see Right, because that's the that's the first thing they see. Like the way that your logo or your brand appears to people is what, honestly, will appeal to them, right? Yeah, but I, I don't really publish my work. I don't have a website. I don't mm-hmm. have. I don't publish it in, in Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. I just keep it low key. So you know, so to have a low profile. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's admirable too, right? Like you you don't blast yourself out there. It's like, hey, this is you know <laughs> my creation, and There's a look, lot at, of look at my logo, <laughs> look at the logo I make. And uh, don't get me wrong, I think like for some that's the practical way of getting their business out. But for you, like, I believe that you don't have to put your work out there because your work speaks for itself. Plus, and, I couldn't uh, handle new clients anymore yeah so because i want to keep uh, i want to take good care of my existing clients now mm-hmm. but pande- the pandemic really had a huge dent in in my business oh yeah we had to close down 60 branches oh wow during the pandemic because mm-hmm. I, I was part of the company um, we we did restaurants and then cafes Mm-hmm. I also do graphics for hotels and restaurants, but they all closed down. So, mm-hmm. like the check wasn't good. Uh, it was it was crazy. But right now, I started a software company. Um, so that's what I'm doing right now. My wife has we, my wife and I, we have salons in Manila and mm-hmm. then dental clinics as well. Yeah, and then your wife's from, a dentist, right? Yeah, that's why my hair is colored. Because <laughs> you I'm own the, a salon. 
I'm the guinea pig. <laughs> oh man, I loved your I loved your blue hair. <laughs> what, what did you do with your blue hair, man? Man, I stopped having with blue hair because I wasn't welcome in one of the churches. <laughs> That's horrible, man. It was, That's it's horrible. a long, it's another story for another time. Uh, uh, yeah, but, I know. but right yeah. now, I'm I'm really happy with that, what I'm doing. I'm slowly building again from the pandemic because it, it took a really because here in the Philippines, it it's it's really tough because the mm-hmm. rent the manpower you have to pay for that so mm-hmm. we had to close down a lot of businesses during the pandemic oh yeah that's yeah that's tough it's here too like a lot of the businesses closed uh in canada um you can only you know there there were grants and there were you know money that the government was willing to provide temporarily but even then like it's not enough. It's not enough. Not enough. Like especially if you know there's rent to be paid, and then landlords expect them to pay. Um, it's not enough, and it's, it's, especially in SM, SM charges around one thousand dollars per month just for a ooh. small place. So imagine we have sixty branches all over the Philippines. So, ugh, that was. Yeah, that's stuff. It was stuff, but the thing we're not we're recovering. That's great, and uh, you have a team, right? Like from what I saw, like you're part yeah. of the a group of consultants. I started my own, so, so we partner with different companies. Right now, mm-hmm. we're developing softwares and um, um, technology for for different companies. Mm, okay um that's true that's cool and um i just want to you know like uh, i just want to say that there was like to be honest also there was a misconception for me because i didn't know the whole story uh because you and your brother like own a lot of expensive things right like your brother is in (laughs) photography right and so you know i just bought Okay. I just bought yeah. a lot of um I just bought a camera and the lens just getting a lens is so Bro. it's even more expensive than the camera. Um, you don't even know. <laughs> it's a whole investment. And like from what I saw, like you're like you guys have like cameras and lenses and um you know, to be honest, I thought that was a product of y- you belonging to like a family who was well off, like a Right, and then just yeah. knowing that you guys earned everything is, you know, that's why I love all my guitars. <laughs> like you have all your expensive guitars, like big ticket guitars, right? But then, like you worked for all of that, and that's admirable. Like you didn't receive, you know, anything, any cent in terms of an allowance from your parents. Sure, they provided food for you. Sure, they provided, yeah. um your education but like for you guys to really work for everything that you have in terms of you know the gadgets and doing the things that you love that's admirable and um really kudos to your parents who instilled that in you um and who taught you the right you know principles early on in life 
at first we didn't understand why they're doing that it's it's actually my dad who really was tricked before it because my mother is really soft when it comes to us <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like oh they're eating apple <laughs> and like my, my classmates like eating jollibee and all this expensive I mean, expensive during that time, and it's and you see me in in the corner eating apple because that's my bound. <laughs> so, so at first, I, I was frustrated. Like, I know we have money, I know we can afford vacation, I know we can afford this and that, but how come we're not doing it? Like, but now we're really grateful like the other day me and my brother were talking like you know we're very fortunate to have parents like them because we have uh we have options because of that Mm -hmm. we can explore what we wanted because of them you know because we like we're not we're uh then our next meal is not a problem our next rent is not a problem it's because of them that's why we can explore we we have the option to fail that's why now like it's it's a really advantage for us i mean not financially but um it 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 gave me and my brother the option to fail it's because of them now we're not we're not really conscious if like when's our next meal when's our next rent yeah. mm-hmm. so i think it's an advantage of having and that's what we wanted also for our kids that's why we're working hard right now so that in the future they can have options too because here in the philippines like you have to be this you have to be an employee you have to have a good job you have a stable job for you mm-hmm. to make it but you know it's times are changing and we are really thankful that my parents uh, our parents are really ahead of of the generation that that we belong to mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if that makes sense no that that doesn't make sense and your parents put you in that place right and they were tough and they were um immovable especially your dad in terms of educating uh, you to- i'm still frugal I, I, i'm still like you you won't see me eat alone at a fancy restaurant i still take the jeepney <laughs> in the yeah. MIT. yeah <laughs> like like and i really thankful for my wife so we're now 14 years together if oh, i'm not wow. wrong so like our first date was 50 pesos it's a one dollar <laughs> what, what i'll do nice. is, what i'll do is like order extra rice order a burger remove the patty from the burger eat the burger by itself without the patty <laughs> and then make the the burger was ulam yeah, so you have two yeah. meals <laughs> bro <laughs> hacks hacks oh man that's so funny um yeah that's really so it, it was tough plus the, it's it's really hard on us because people think we have money but mm-hmm. in reality we don't have like money we we don't have allowances so there were especially if you belong to a the group of friends who has i mean disposable 
yeah cash in hand so one thing we learned is like just just be friends with those <laughs> with money hacks <laughs> oh man <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was really tough. I mean, starting because after I decided not to go for medicine, I didn't ask for anything from my parents. So I started from scratch. Because I know, like, I, I wanted to build something from for my own. Mm-hmm. It was really tough. So. I, There are some nights I would sleep in Makati benches because I don't have fare going home. So it's there's oh, stories like that man. Like when I just have one meal for the day because and I would sleep in hotel restrooms <laughs> because really? I have seven a.m. meetings, so I have to be there like in the next day. But I don't have money. To go back and forth because taxi is really expensive, so I would just sleep in vacant restrooms because nobody oh. goes to hotel lobby restrooms. Yeah, <laughs> so I, so I would often wow. sleep, and it's clean. It's aircon. It's like <laughs> hacks. hacks. <laughs> you don't so there, there hacks, are stories man. like that. There's a lot of stories of. Like, It's hard work, man. Your yeah, life is. People see the outcome, but they don't see the struggle of how we get there or how we they see the fifty-four guitars, but they don't yeah. see the sweat that you put the into sweat, that, bro. It was tough. Yeah, and and I don't think I have the energy to go back and do it again. Oh man! <laughs> well, good thing is that God has blessed you that you don't need to go back again. Right. Um, yeah. So let's just go back to business. Um, what are some ways that your faith impacted the way that you handle your work? So whenever there's new clients who wanted to like, avail our services, I would always ask my team, like, does this go with our moral? compass or i mean is this we call it <laughs> jokingly we always ask ourselves is this adventist <laughs> <laughs> but it's effective like it's 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 one of the first questions we ask ourselves if we want to accept or for example like few months ago Um, there's online casinos who wanted to avail our services, mm-hmm. but they were like, uh, "We don't want to accept it because you know it's it's not for us. It's not us. Mm-hmm. It's not for." Our... So, in in a way, like we we always ask ourselves, like, "Is this Adventist or is this Christian?" But if it's not, like we we respectfully decline the offers. Mm. Wow, that's that's admirable. That's like really inspiring because, like, you casinos, right? Like, it brings so oh, much like business, right? Was, And was, for you to be to not even like have a heart, for you to not even hesitate, right, to accept it because you asked that question, right? Um, is this Christian or would this be following godly values and 
for sure the answer is no and you decline um that's really something and that's really you know inspired by faith and and for us uh one of our like main rule in in our team in like with with my team um we always tell our clients that we cannot do business since friday friday evening until saturday like you, you can email us but we won't answer you can mm-hmm. call us or text us text us but we will answer maybe saturday evening or sunday mm-hmm. so we that's what you believe yeah so it's a good thing my team is uh, also for that that's why um we're in like in one for with that uh, principle mm-hmm. and that also goes to show that um you need to like if you're in a team with people it's important that you have the same values right um and it's great that you found people like that um people who are passionate for business um and capable to you know be in a team of businessmen and entrepreneurs and consultants but also have the same values as you yeah and i'm i'm proud of my team because we also do missionary work like with in different oh wow so like one is in like communication one is in um music ministry i'm in another ministry so why we work hard is that like hopefully someday like give back to the church because honestly we just need enough that's all that's like one of our goals like we we just need x amount of money to live comfortably and Mm -hmm. the rest we we give back to the church Mm -hmm. Um, even our skills like for me i do graphics for the conference and the division um and I'm happy doing it and serving the Lord. Because in going back to iDream, that's that's where I honed my skills. Mm-hmm. If you can look at my early designs, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like me and Tony, we would go back and review like my first designs and we just laugh. Like, bro, what were you thinking? <laughs> but <laughs> that's why the the mission and the church is has a has a close a real close uh really a real close space in my heart because that's where i started yes you know like tony didn't get get mad at me with the horrible designs so like that's where i practice my talent Mm -hmm. and that's 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 where they pushed me you can do better you can do better That's great, man. Um, like, yeah, like using that goes back to using your thing, using your talents for Jesus, right? Like, yeah. Um. So, as we start concluding this interview, um, what are some words of wisdom that you would want to share to those who may be thinking of starting their own business or getting into, you know, like? the path that you took like graphic design or you know being an entrepreneur for me it's it's hard to give a specific advice because 
it's it started from the beginning like it's not overnight like it, it took years for me to learn and unlearn stuff Mm. especially when doing business there's a lot of heartaches and tears sweat literally blood sweat and tears so mm. if you're planning to do business like my main advice is always keep on learning even though you don't need to learn it or you don't need it right now just keep on reading keep on researching because you never know who your next client is or what your clientele will be for me i i believe <laughs> i can <laughs> say that uh i think fake it till you make it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are times that i'm in a board meeting with a adults and this rich businessman and I have my google in my lap <laughs> and they were like oh do you know about this wait let me check yes <laughs> i know it <laughs> i can do that so i have my google with me <laughs> yeah so i i don't know if it's 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 advisable but i have this um saying that you can always say you um uh, don't say that you don't know it always say you can do it even though it's a lie now even though it's a lie i mean but make sure the next time you say it it's not a lie anymore because mm-hmm. if we say no to a lot of things when usually like one of my clients said oh mike can you design shoes I was like, if I say no, then the moment is passed. The opportunity is passed. But if I say yes, and then after a week, I studied, I I did my research, I did samples, and the next time we meet, we met, I can all I can honestly say yes, but mm-hmm. I can do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but I've been doing that for like. Uh, years now like mm-hmm. i can say yes now even though i'm not really sure that my yes is a yes but i make sure that the next time i say yes it's true it's like well, i'm 100 percent sure it's yes mm-hmm. i don't know if that makes sense but yeah that makes sense it's like pretty much saying like don't turn down any opportunity yeah. to do something right like if yeah. they sell they if they say can you do this it's like yeah sure and then from there learn if you don't know how to do it learn yeah right learn how to do, do it. your best do your best so that next time when they ask it again your yes is like 110 percent yes mm. Mm. Yeah. and i think that's the a lot of and uh, a lot of businessmen or a lot of entrepreneurs are afraid to say yes all the time i mean it's a lot there's a lot of opportunities out there you just have to say yes and means you, ju- you just have to jump and say yes mm-hmm. yeah because if if the opportunity in the moment is passed it's gone forever mm-hmm. that's true that's true um before we end this um anything else you want to share 
like any information about your company um, i mean like if if you give me the opportunity or the permission i you know like we'll include all the information that you've shared like your company uh, in our show notes or, or where to contact you and whatever but anything else that you want to share like any general stuff <laughs> follow me you know you have a worship thing going on so maybe there's a listener here in the philippines that's like maybe he is in need of a church like you have a worship thing going on right anything yeah. anything click like and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um right now um i'm a part of this ministry we do worship nights it's once a month it's uh it's out of love this ministry is out of love um um we're on our third um session so uh, we we plan to do it every week every month uh, we do worship night it's it's because um during the pandemic we weren't able to do praise and worship so right now we, we we do the event so that all the suppressed and the all they call this uh, the suppressed emotions of not having praise and worship and yeah it's just, just coming out now yeah it's it's a it's a place to to share and to praise god um, so it's it's basically 90% all songs with a few mm-hmm. testimonies and few scriptures. Mm-hmm. So it's not the typical worship setup, but um, we're growing in numbers now. We started with like maybe 20. Last time we're now around 60 to 70. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, so that's it's, good it's a growing rate. ministry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank you mike for joining me and sharing your wisdom sharing your experience and uh sharing uh just your testimony and how god has been faithful in your life in your love life in your finances and most importantly your your business and your career um you as you said you started off with (laughs) nutrition and dietetics but you know like the the one less the a lesson that we can gain is that you really never know where God's going to take you. And all you need to do is, you know, just <clears throat> go along with this plan and be faithful um, and always be willing to listen. And um, I believe that God is using you and your team um, to first help companies uh, get started and also um you know, with consulting and, but also, um, you know, planting seeds of godly values uh, with the, with the owners or with the management team and also people in your life to just be inspired with the way that you live. So thanks again for joining me. Thank you. And um, as mentioned before, I will be including some information about where you can find Mike on Instagram um, uh, or Facebook or his ministry. Friendster. And <laughs> Friendster, <Multiply>. MySpace. Um, <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> 
and uh, where you can find his ministry and like the name of and information about his company and his team. So, um, yeah, and, and um, we hope that you were blessed, and we hope that uh, whatever was said here um, has inspired you um, to continue to live for God and to continue to doing His will um, in your life. Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at The Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.